Welcome back. You are listening to Joygasm, a video game and movie podcast. I'm Russ, Xbox Live Toaster360. He is Steve, Xbox Live Steve H. And we're sitting on the right side of the table in this episode. Absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I was going to say movies are making a comeback. In episode 219 today, April 8th, 2021. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good today. Are you? I'm looking forward to actually what we're going to be talking about, which the topic of the day is the movie trailer reactions. So there have been quite a few that have dropped. I always love movie trailer reactions. I, I do. It's almost like, you know, when you go to the movies. No, I don't. And it's like, I don't know, like like the act of going to the movies, it's like, you know, everything in life is at that point in time going to be okay. Like finding a parking space. Kinda, especially in the mall. Mm. Back, you know, when we all used to go to the mall. Kind of like getting a bag of popcorn with no unpopped kernels. Indeed. But I will say, because like, like if you're thinking about like all the different things and then all of a sudden, like if, if I were to come to you and say, hey, Steve, yeah, we should go see a movie. And then you kind of look at me and you go, that's a good idea. We should go see a movie. Should we bring the wives? <laughs> <laughs> or should it just be bros? It just it just really depends on what the interest level is. The more the merrier, I always say. Although there are the, you know, no. few movies out there that uh, uh, just to hang out with the bro, have some quality bro time. I concur. How you been? You know, Russ, I... Um, Week has gone pretty fast. It has gone by fast. Way fast. Quickly, I might add. Yes. <laughs> I haven't been playing all that much, but I have been watching a few things. And what exactly are those things? Let me guess. Sopranos. We are almost done. See, I'm psychic. I keep telling you this. We are on the last season, right? Last season. Yeah. I'm about to finish it up. For the fourth time? Fourth time. They would be very flattered. Then I got to watch it all over with you. You do. You do indeed. Mm -hmm. I think I'll Absolutely. have to get the, uh, the Blu-ray boxed set to bring over so you can get a better experience. I think that's a fabulous idea. Mm. I say do it. <laughs> do it, I say. So um, I'll have to give it a... A fifth whirl. Hey, if you're down for it, then I, I would gladly accept. Good. Otherwise, I think uh, you'd be proud of me. I watched Constantine. I'm proud of you always, Steve. I watched Constantine. My special boy. And I remember seeing bits and pieces of it, but I didn't see the whole thing. Really? From a... To see. So wait, wait, when did you actually watch little bits and pieces of it? I I was that was back before Tejas. Okay, yeah, because it came out a while ago. Right. Yeah. Neo was looking pretty sprightly back then. He was, yeah. Yeah. And then I went ahead and watched Max Payne, Russ. I didn't have <laughs> enough of the uh <laughs> You know, like the Demon Slayer kind of weird stuff going on. The Slender Man in the trench coat with the guns. Mm. There's something about a Slender Man in a trench coat with hey. guns. It's timeless, I tell you. Yeah. I have never owned a trench coat. I don't think you have yeah, either. No. I own a pea coat. I don't even know what that is. Apparently, think, I'm not fancy enough. Think, think trench coat. But up to your waist. It's kind of like if you were to go for like a tuxedo jacket, but the, they have the option of having like the opera singer tuxedo version where it's like, I don't know, like, like it's up tails? here. Yeah, it's, it's like super short right here. Like, like <laughs> and then they have the tails in the back and they, they look at you with a straight face and they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they wear it all the time. I'm like, ah, I'm just not going to wear that. Something tells me no. I don't know what you're talking about. You've never seen those? I've seen them, but I don't know how they they they, they correspond to uh, trench coach and pea coats, Russ. I will have you know, when I was in high school, 
and I was getting fitted for I don't know, suits and tuxes and stuff for like a school dance. I did try one of those bad boys on and immediately it came off, Steve. It came off. It was not meant to be. The the tails of the coat? No, they're just the coat itself. Oh. Oh. That's great. Right? The tails were kind of interesting. It is weird. There, there is kind of a, a weird fascination with the fact of that the jacket just kind of stops right here. It's it's almost like a, a formal midriff of sorts. Did you find yourself wanting to play the piano like Victor Borga? I did. I totally was looking for like the you know, the seatbelt that comes out of the, the bench, the piano bench. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like I said, it, yeah, didn't uh, didn't stay on for long. So anyhow, watched a couple of those, and uh, I watched all three episodes of Falcon and the Winter Wonder Man. So what do you think of it so far? I think the first ep- two episodes are good. The third episode is still good, just not as good, but it's definitely more entertaining than WandaVision. Hmm. I would say so. It's nice because... Well, I won't get into it too much, but it's definitely more, it's, it's amusing. It's funny. Uh, there's just enough action where it's not like, you know, epic blowing up worlds and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, um, which I wouldn't expect that from a show. And I'm glad they didn't go that route because just, you know, two guys, the Falcon and the <laughs> Soldier, you know, uh, so I, I thought I find it entertaining so far. Well, that, that's good. I've watched it myself. All three? Uh, all three. And so I'm a little bit of a different opinion. All right. I, at this point, I prefer WandaVision over Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And the it's interesting because Falcon and the Winter Soldier, if I were to say, if I, if I were to try and, and describe where my mind is at with it. Uh-huh. Where's your mind at, Russ? I think that the show is struggling with having two characters that were supporting characters in the films become the primary characters for the TV show. And it's, it's nothing against the actors who are portraying these characters. It's just that in terms of the mechanics of how you have main characters and supporting characters, those supporting characters are designed to help prop up the main characters. And so it's, I think that that's kind of what I am wrestling with a little bit. And it goes back and forth. Like, like there's some scenes where like, like it totally has that movie quality. Right. And then other scenes, it's almost like it, it, it screams TV show. Does that make any sense? I mean, I guess, but I mean, it's kind of cool that, that it's supporting characters in a way, because yeah. I mean, Anthony Mackie is still a great, Falcon. I mean, I I, I like see, being seeing both of them on screen. I mean, I, you saw some of them on uh, what was it, Civil War? Uh huh. And uh, I I don't know. I I think they they have a great chemistry, the, and they do. And but and I think that's why I'm trying to like describe it or figure it out because like I I like them. I like them in their roles, but for some reason okay. there's something that is not fully connecting yet. But I like, I mean, I, I really enjoy some of the other characters that have made appearances that we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, at some point we will be doing a formal season one review of Falcon and the winter soldier. Once all the episodes have been released. So you would say the first three episodes of WandaVision are better than the first three episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No, I'm looking at it in, in its entirety because, like, since I watched all of One Division, I I understand the hmm. the direction that they took. But yeah, if, if I were to look at just the first three episodes of One Division by themselves, without the context of like how the season ended, hmm. I would say that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is more entertaining. But I, you know, again, I I think. As of right now, that's kind of where I'm at. Where like I'm, I'm being entertained watching it. I just don't really know where it's going. So we'll we'll just have to play a little wait and see. Let's see what the other episodes have in store. I think there is only six of them. Only six episodes? I think it's only six episodes. Jeez. Man, <laughs> I said that kind of intensely. Only six. Scared me. Man. 
Are you sure? Only six episodes? I'm not positive. I was assuming it'd be nine episodes, just like WandaVision. Let me... Okay. That'd be a short season. Six Fal- episodes? Fal... Fal... at least have eight. Con and I'm spelling the... You'd think it would just kind of auto feel by now. And that's where the connection ends. Uh-huh. No awesome. soup for you, Steve. Oh, man. No soup for you. That's awesome. That is so great. <laughs> anyway, did you connect to the Wi-Fi with your uh, tablet there? Uh, I, uh, you know what I did was I, oh, I know what I did. <laughs> I know what I did. You see what I did, Russ? Out of, I don't know. I, know, I don't courtesy, see. For you, uh-huh. I put my phone on airplane mode okay, so that everybody wouldn't call me or text me at this moment. Oh, is it? Is it reading? Is it getting the, the it's connection? It's working off my hotspot, Russ. Oh. On my back. That itches. That hotspot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just bear with me a bit here and I'll get it back going and it'll be uh, good to... Well, while you're looking for that, sure. I ended up downloading the Cyberpunk 2077 1.2 patch. And Have you done that yet? No. That is a big download. Uh, I think I have it written down here, which I do. That update is 40 gigs. What was the last one? I don't even recall what the last one was, but to put this into perspective, there was another game called Outriders that, by the way, it's available on Game Pass. You can just pick it up and download it. It's a bit of a, from what I understand, to be kind of an RPG shooter, like action shooter, almost like a, a Destiny I think I've heard of style, it. if you will. Sure. That entire game, I think, is like 49 gigs. It was like a 49 gigabyte uh, download. <laughs> Whereas the Cyberpunk uh, update by itself was 40 gigs. So it's like, my goodness, that is an awful lot of information in there. I haven't had a chance to actually like pick it up and play it. And I'm wondering if I should just wait until the next gen updates get dropped or if I should just start playing it. I have no idea, Steve. It's a very good question. That is a great question. I have a feeling though that you should still wait. Uh, given the fact that you uh, have a system that really can't handle that game yet. Six episodes. Six episodes? Six episodes. Man. Well, well, well. Don't know what to tell you, Steve. Don't know what to tell you. Uh, the one I can tell you is that I'm very surprised because that, that is a short season right there. Well, color you surprised. Indeed. <laughs> a little bit of one of the color right here. A little bit. I wonder what what the uh, well mm, doesn't matter. No, uh, I, I would get lost in the color spectrum. What was that? Sure. What else, Steve? That's it, Russ. That's it. Oh well, we streamed a little bit. We actually didn't get our butts beaten Overwatch. That is huh? correct. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's funny you should mention that. Why? Well, because I was going to mention it myself. If you weren't going to say anything, hmm. we've been on the struggle bus. Lately, in terms of actually having a good night of Overwatch goodness. The short struggle bus. Yes, with the helmets. Absolutely. And mittens. Yeah. Straight jackets. Yes. However, our luck changed. Lady Luck smiled down upon us on Wednesday night, this past Wednesday night, where we stream our gaming adventures on Twitch. My goodness. I think we only lost like two games out of all the games we played. I think we won every other game and we won it decidedly for the most part. There were a couple of of close calls. In fact, I want to draw your attention to one, in fact, that revitalizes our play of the week, Steve. The play of the week has Mm. laid dormant for some time. Does this have something to do with you? It has something to do with me, and it has something to do with you, Steve. Oh. So if I can just direct your attention over to the screen. If you recall, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, I bet you don't. This was one of our our particular uh, escapades, if you will. 
And, uh, you know, so I'm Diva. I think you were Winston in this match, right? Uh, yes. I was. Okay. Well, so we're... And that's me, dying. And that's me, dying. <laughs> so we start out with um, a bit of this, this part of the map is always no. kind of a bottleneck, right? Like you have to really push your way out in order to get to the next phase. Yeah, really grunt on this part here. Yeah, you do. You do indeed. So I'm just going to skip ahead here and uh, you'll notice yeah, right around here. Uh, the Bastion character on the opposing team was providing a lot of problems for us. And so I was finally able to get the drop on him and get behind him and take him out. And so that allowed us a little bit more room. I then launch my ultimate into the team, get a triple kill right there. You can hear my excitement. And that allowed the team to move forward finally with the payload, Steve. So that gave us some daylight. Now, one of the things I want to point out is the team that we are on is doing a very nice job of staying together. Would you agree? I would humbly agree, yes. I think that they all did a really nice job throughout this entire thing. This particular match, though, uh, I think we had won a few already, and I was starting to, to really just get into it, and I enjoyed the, the intensity between the two teams, because I, I felt like the teams were pretty evenly matched. It wasn't like one side had some sort of huge advantage over the other, and really you had to just be on your game, pardon the pun, in order to, uh, to get through that. So, skipping ahead once more. So you'll notice how... Um, we're trying to make our way through here, and the time is ticking. Oh, there's me. Oh, wait, no, not. Yeah, there I was. There you are. There you are. I admired your ability to be able to really kind of be a harasser with Winston. Oh, thanks, Russ. Which is, it's, I don't really think of Winston necessarily uh, as no, a harasser. He is a harasser. That was the game plan. That was the strategy, is to jump in, jump out, be a pain in the booty. You and did good, dude. Yeah, thanks. I, I think that that would be a good strategy moving forward with this particular map because I think that, that you were really in the zone with Winston. Um, you'll notice at the top here that we're coming down to like the, the final one minute and we're, we're again, we're stuck, right? Like like the other team is, is being successful in blocking our um, journey forward. They are being in an impeding force, dude. You know, it just, it is what it is. These, these kind of things happen. So I, if I fast forward a little bit more, what's interesting about this is we get down to the final 30 seconds, right? So once again, it's like do or die mode. And we got to push it. Yeah, you can hear me right there. We got to push it. <laughs> so we're trying to do what we can do. We're down to 19 seconds. You'll hear Steve. Yeah, I don't know about this one. <laughs> I don't know about this one. And then your bro. <gasps> Quadruple kill in the last one second. Took out another guy right here. <laughs> I, I'm feeling pumped. I'm like, we are moving this payload. We are gonna do what we can. And you're really treating that stone like it had done some damage to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this whole thing was just a, a really fun, intensive mode. So that's, then we're, we're making our way. But if you notice at the top again, once again, we're at less than two minutes. You know, like like this entire match has been like this, where we don't really have an abundance of time that we can waste or whatever. Like we really need to like keep going, keep going, keep going. Minute thirty. So. Fast forward a little bit more now to the final, like, last 30 seconds. You can see how close we are getting it, but we can't quite make the mark. Like, like you know, the, the de defensive team is really doing all they can to prevent us from moving it forward. We're down to 15 seconds. I don't even know where you are right now. Oh, you're in the back. So you're still doing your thing in the background yep. there. It's still causing a bunch of pain. Absolutely. And you'll notice in this time period, down to the one second, look, oh. we're in overtime. Watch my ultimate, Steve. Uh, I'm watching us. I'm 88%. Oh, oh! Is that you just yelling? Yep. Cause everybody to run away. Oh. 
That's what I'm talking about, baby. Oh my God. Score the victory. Well then, right here. there you go. Your brother's on that fire. That is a team effort right there. <laughs> I didn't even hear that last little bit. Kachink. Oh, and your bro got the play of the game, which, I mean, would you would you say that was well earned, Steve? Uh, it was well earned, Russ. But Thank I might you. also add that anybody listening to this on SoundCloud, uh, you know, I probably wants to take a peek at this on Twitch or YouTube yeah, you're, or something. You're Absolutely. Show, Carol's there. I have no oh. idea what we're even talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then we both have the freaking, we're on the panel there. They Absolutely. They were wrong. <laughs> oh man so like i mean it's it's matches like that yeah that's what make the game it, it really does i mean that's the thing is like like the game came out what back in like 2016 it's been out for a long time but when you all of a sudden have a match like that that's super close and you're not sure if you're going to make it and you're doing everything you can the game's secret sauce really brings that out in you you know when you hear that music come in you realize you only have like 20 or 30 seconds left and then all of a sudden it's like there's no time left and you're in the overtime and like the, the moment and, that and your heart just stops beating you're like oh, oh we gotta win <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's true I mean like it, it, it is man like like we have played I don't even know countless amounts of hours of Overwatch and when it comes to matches like that and by the by the entire evening was consisting of lots of different instances Similar to what we just watched. Right. Would you agree? I agree. What was your favorite? Oh. Mm. <laughs> Let me see, Russ. Oh, that that um, spit shield is like right in my eye. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his monocle. <laughs> hey, look, it's the Monopoly I man. Can read a little. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, the whole, uh, the whole game, Russ, the whole game was just like a, a, a complete highlight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a kaleidoscope. <laughs> if I twist it, I see a bunch of colors. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm going to look at it towards the light, see what happens. Oh boy. Anyway, I was looking forward to being able to share with uh, our audience that particular match because we have just been getting our butts handed to us for weeks. Right. Like it's been really sad. And so finally we were able to have a night where we were doing well. And I think I mained as diva almost the entire night. Mm -hmm. You, mm -hmm. I think oscillated between like mercy. You know and what? I think the favorite part of, for me. Well, yeah. Well, what is it? was when I got play that, well, this was like an oxymoron because I got play the game being mercy and it wasn't about healing people. <laughs> it was just like spraying and praying pretty much uh, and Hanamura. And I think I killed like two people, which was like basically two assists. It's like, hey, play the game. Good job. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> you have this uncanny ability to get play of the game a lot. But when we watch the video, more often than not, there's really nothing amazing <laughs> yeah. about what you did. I'm, and oh, it leaves me gosh. bewildered. Like how, like, I mean, I'm happy that you got play of the game, but how did the, I don't know, how did the game decide on that? I'm not exactly sure. Like some of the ones where you're Torbjorn are hilarious. Like there's, there's like videos of him where like he literally doesn't kill anybody. I'm just walking around. No, you like you, you like get, you get shot and you keel over and die. That's all we see in the video, and it's just play of the game. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's great for a laugh, but oh, oh, good though. Do you feel reinvigorated though, Steve? Like like you want to be able to play more of uh, Overwatch? You like do, do you feel like a, a renewed sense of? Uh, I don't know, determination or yeah, encouragement, perhaps? I don't know. Play some competitive now, you know? Play. We're, we're ready for it. I haven't played competitive in forever. Another thing I wanted to bring to your attention, Stickers. is Indiana Jones <laughs> box set. I just came across this today. Very interesting indeed, where 
they have now gone up to 4K. I don't understand how they're able to do this just because the film was shot like back in the 80s. So I'm not exactly sure. Like, how do they make it look all like high res and crispy? It's 2021, Russ. I'm sure they have a, a way or two. Well, how do they do it with black and white movies? There's a will, there's a will, there's a way. But I wonder, like, is it true 4K? I don't know. Nah, it's just, it's one and a half K. The other thing that, that, well, okay. So first of all, I do commend them on the box art. I think that looks really cool. The thing that I have a bit of a conflict about is the amount of times they end up re-releasing films like this because Indiana Jones is one of my favorite trilogies, but I've already bought it on like regular DVD and Blu-ray VHS and, and even, yeah, even the good old VHS days, but like, you know, now they're doing 4K. You know they're going to come out with like an 8K eventually. Well, that's the thing because with the new technology and the TVs, with the better resolution, it makes older platforms look worse. Like, so if you had a, a CRT TV, like one of those that weighed like 400 pounds, you'd probably break your back. You have like four people lifting something that, that was like 20 inches diagonal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would look fine. But then you go, oh, I'm going to play this on high def or for, or my 4K TV. And then it like stretches the image <laughs> to look at even worse. It's like it's like if you, if you, yeah, okay. I have an example. Okay. You look at an image on your, on your iPhone and then you zoom up. Sorry, I had, I just had to scratch my palm there. Excuse me. I was, I was like, I, I don't know. So you zoom up on the image and then it just becomes more pixelated, right? So that it's almost that way because the way these older movies were filmed was for a smaller set in a, in a sense. Mm -hmm. And so when you get a bigger set that does higher resolution and you're stretching a lower resolution image, you're just going to see like more of a blurry kind of effect, which yeah, is why no, it looks I, terrible. I get all that, but I'm just wondering how are they able to make it more high res, more crispy, given the fact well, that- Well, you, you were saying that, you know, they keep on re-releasing, re-releasing, re-releasing. Yeah. So, but they, they have to, because I mean, because everyone's upgrading all their stuff. Oh no, I totally understand, but, but I'm just, I'm confused as to how are they able to actually get it to that res? Uh. I, I mean, they must be- completely rescanning the original film or something. I have to scan the negatives, right? I have to scan the something. One last thing, by the way, we forgot to mention. The old T-shirt that Steve was wearing, I got him that shirt at San Diego Comic-Con back in 2019. Before all the nonsense happened, better known as the pandemic. I must say, when it's not all, like, bundled up. Go, go ahead. Yeah. G give me a proper... <gasps> <laughs> I think it looks mighty handsome on you if I'm not being too subtle. Mighty handsome. The hammer's right in my heart. <laughs> Theater near you. It's the topic of the day. Our topic of the day is movie trailer reactions. There has been a number of new movie trailers that have dropped just within, I would say, the past week or so. Yeah. Which makes both of us very excited, if I were to speak for the two of us. I'm very excited. It does make me think that I that something is a brewing in Hollywood where I think they can smell the theaters <laughs> reopening. They, they can smell something in the wind. Smell a change occurring. That was just my burp. Mm, that would be stupid. <laughs> So anyway, we have a new Black Widow trailer, uh -huh. which is interesting because that film was supposed to be released, I believe, last year. Yes, delayed. it was. We have a Loki trailer. 
Yes, we do. We have a Suicide Squad 2 trailer suicide directed squad. by James Gunn. James. <laughs> That's terrible. No, no, don't, don't discount yourself, Steve. That sounds good. And last but certainly not least, Wrath of Man, which we actually started talking <gasps> about last episode because uh, you know we found the, the movie poster. Right. And shortly thereafter, a trailer has dropped. Question. Answer. Have you watched any of these trailers yet? Russ, I sent you two of them. I, well, that doesn't mean you've watched them. I've watched them, Russ. No, I'll, the, the, the two I sent you. <laughs> Question for you. Yes. Have you watched them? I have not. Ah! I have not seen a single one, Steve. <laughs> well, not a single one. Right. Let's get started. Sweet. <laughs> So we're going to watch Black Widow first. Uh, Since I have that one queued up, let's take a little look-see, shall we? You don't know everything about me. I've lived a lot of lives. Before I was an Avenger. Before I got this family. I made mistakes. Choosing between what the world wants you to be. I hated that scene. Who you are? We have to go back to where it all started. Where did you think I was all this time? We have unfinished business. My girls are the toughest girls in the world. I'm sorry. We had our orders and we played our roles. It wasn't real. It was real to me. To me? You were everything. Bring her home. Put your seatbelts on. She's such a mom. Pretty pumped, I must say. Mm-hmm. Man, that film that that film looks good. It does look good, Russ. Give me goosebumps. And you've already seen it a few times, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I am very excited to see Scarlett Johansson back in a film. I'm really excited, actually, that she has her own standalone film because I feel like Black Widow as a character has a lot of mystique and intrigue she about does. her, and she's like one of the very few front running. Uh, heroes within the Avengers that really hasn't had, well, not really, it just plain has not had right. her very own standalone film. So, man, like the the framing of the shots, the just the locales, the the different uh, cast that, that, that I saw in there, I mean, everything just looked legit. It looks awesome. It looks good, Russ. I gotta tell you, when I was watching Endgame, Back in the day. Back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) What was that, 2018? I think it was. (laughs) Anyhow, when they're hanging off, when she and uh, uh, bow and arrow, uh, Hawkeye. (laughs) Robin Hood. (laughs) (laughs) When she and Tomb Raider are hanging on the ledge. Oh, Um, boy. (laughs) Tomb Raider. (laughs) <laughs> Anyhow, I, I remember thinking in the theater, like, okay, one was going to die. One was going to die. Who do I want to die? Like, who, who, who would I be okay with dying? Well, to be fair, like, we were all doing that because we all knew that not every single Avenger would make it out unscathed. Or unspoiled. 
or unbruised. But when they were hanging on there, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I think I'm okay with, with Black Widow going. I'm, I'm okay. No, no, I'm not. I'm okay with, with um, Hawkeye going. I'm, I'm okay. No, Black Widow, because Hawkeye needs his family and stuff. You know, Black Widow doesn't have anything. Uh, yeah, I think I'm okay with Black Widow. No, not Black Widow! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good storytelling, Steve. That's part of the amazing job that Marvel yeah. has done with having the audience invest in each of those heroes. Russ? Yes, Steve. What do you theorize about that movie? Yeah? Do you think that um, Marvel's going to do some multiverse action and somehow bring back Widow Day Black? That is actually something I had not thought about. <gasps> I don't know where this film takes place. Because, yeah, to your point, uh-huh. she sacrifices herself mm-hmm. in Endgame. So this has to have taken, be taken place, uh, I guess, prior to the Infinity War and Endgame. I guess it would have to. Unless, well, you know what? Hold on a second. Okay, I'll hold. At the end of Endgame, when uh, Robert Downey Jr., a.k.a. Tony Stark, snaps his fingers, did... Black Widow make a return? Or turn down? Mm. <laughs> Not exactly sure about that. It may, Man. That may have been what caused him. So perhaps this film actually does take place after Infinity War. I don't know if, uh, I mean, what's his face? Merlin. Merlin. Was, was portaling in. That's Doctor Strange. <laughs> Dr. Weirdo was portaling in Black Widow. Oh, Russ. Oh, boy. See, this is clearly symptoms of you being overdue in watching the Infinity War and Endgame again. Maybe it's worth another one. Yeah. Roundabout. Amazing. Awesome. Roundabout. I'm actually surprised in a good way about how that particular trailer relied kind of heavily on previous scenes from older movies that Black Widow was in. Did you mm. notice that? I did. I, not a whole lot. I mean, a little bit. They want to give a little, some backstory and some refreshers. I'd say about 30% of the trailer was eh. footage from other films. I mean, again, 29%. Not, 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 not bad. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> 28%. Just something like that makes me, it makes me wonder, was that only for marketing purposes or was this actually significant to the plot? In any event, I am very much looking forward to that. I, I was I wasn't sure like how I was gonna feel about the the trailer. Well, Russ, I'm I'm pumped. I'm very pumped. I liked the first one. I figured I'd like the second one. Well, that's good, Steve. That's real good. All right. Well, let's go on to the okay. second film. The uh, or excuse me, the trailer, the film trailer. Oh, yeah, we're not watching movies here. <clears throat> no, we're not. No trailer. So the second one is going to be Loki, which is going to debut on Disney+. Plus. It's a standalone TV show. It's a more low-key version. Probably what not. We, what we see in the theaters, Russ? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Let's take a look. I know what this place is. Timekeepers have built quite the circus. And I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. Big metaphor guy. I love it. Makes you sound super smart. I am smart. I know. Okay. That's Owen Wilson. Okay. It is Owen Wilson. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Please sign to verify this is everything you've ever said. This is absurd. Sign this too. We protect the proper flow of time. You picked up the Tesseract breaking reality. I want you to help us fix it. Why me? I need your unique low-key perspective. Do I get a weapon? Nah. 
really believe in this Loki variant? Luckily, he believes in himself enough for the both of us. It's adorable that you think you could possibly manipulate me. I'm ten steps ahead of you. You're not big on trust, are you? You can trust me. Hoagie, I've studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. Why never do it again? Tom friggin' Hiddleston, right? I'm a big fan. I've always been a big fan of his, but um, what'd you think? This no, is, well, actually, uh, uh, was this oh, one that you had already seen? Yes, Russ. <laughs> I said that in the beginning. We're, yeah. we're going through all the ones you've already seen. Actually, I, I prefer it that way. Mm. We're, we're getting you set up for ones you haven't seen yet. Mm. Have right. you seen the next ones? No, I haven't seen any of them. I forgive you. Forgive me. Okay. This is why it's called movie trailer reactions. We're reacting to it. <laughs> so um, Owen Wilson's in it, so you know it's going to be a bit funny. There's going to be some one-line zingers. Ooh! And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so it's going to be funny. It's going to be uh, mischievous. We're going to see some more Loki. Didn't that little graph they show with the alternate realities kind of splitting off? Isn't that what we saw in Endgame also? They were talking about it was that one lady with the Hulk uh, ban banner. They were, oh, she was she, talking about it. Yeah, so she eluded. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly the same thing, but mm. that's it. Probably is. But yeah, she yeah. she was talking about how due to certain events that are transpiring in the past versus the present versus the future. Huh. And yeah, all I'm, that. I'm already overwhelmed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with it, Steve. Yeah, you guys got a couple of knives, a couple of daggers. I like how it's not so explodey. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be dramatic. It's gonna be thought provoking. I think a little a little psychological. Mm -hmm. I think it's gonna be good. Well, yeah, I think it's gonna be good too. Oh, good. I am also a fan of Tom. I think that we are in concurrent. Yes, we are. <gasps> I think that a lot of the sets were really imaginative. Um, I thought it was, it looked really appealing. The, the color palettes too. Like, you know, you're, I'm assuming that he's going to different worlds as well as different dimensions. I have a feeling that this is definitely going to play a part in the Marvel version of, of like having that multiverse type of thing. Yeah. I don't Most know. Most likely. I don't, but see, the thing is, though, I don't know how hard they're going to hit the, hit it on the nose. Like, I wonder if they're going to be just more. Hmm. <laughs> subtly suggesting it as opposed to like really diving in. We'll have to wait and see, but it, it does make me think about how remember like that there was talk about the upcoming Spider-Man movie, possibly also exploring a bit of that multiverse where like mm -hmm. there's a chance that we'll have the other Spider-Man's make cameo appearances. Yeah, but that, that got axed. Oh, it did. I think it got axed Russ. Yeah. Look it up, Steve. Go ahead. Look it up. Excuse me. Oh, I was really hoping for a good crack right there. That, 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 I thought that those were not bad. Nah, I, I give I give it a nah, a solid B minus. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I was very impressed and happily surprised at the fact that Owen Wilson seems to be playing a prominent role in it as well. And I haven't seen him in anything in a while. Have you? No, I haven't. It's, it has been an, a little while. Uh, so that's always a good thing to be able to see him. And it felt like, like at least for, from the trailer itself, it did feel more film-like. And that's what I'm after. Uh, like with all these different Disney Plus shows that are coming out, when, when The Mandalorian first got released, I feel like they were kind of the benchmark setters because when you watch The Mandalorian, it, I mean, it, to me, it felt like I was watching a movie. It felt like I was watching like some sort of Star Wars movie. It didn't feel like a TV show. And so I think that when it comes to these Marvel shows that have been slowly coming out, 
I think that they're, they are attempting to reach that same benchmark level. And I think in certain ways they do. And at least from what I've seen so far, certain ways they have not, but it does make me hopeful that like seeing something like, like this with Loki, I think that that has some major potential to, to reach that same level of glory. Any luck on your side, Steve? Uh, nope, Russ. Uh, definitely not there. Um, well, you piqued my curiosity because I totally thought that that was a green lit go thing. Yeah. Go when the light is green. Not seeing much going on here happening, Russ. There's a bunch of questions on the internet. Is it happening? What's going on? WTF over. Well, I hope that they do do that because I, I have this feeling that I think both DC and Marvel are starting to really get into the idea of introducing the, their own version of a mm. multiverse because even in um, the flash movie that I, I believe was a flash movie. I don't remember exactly, but which one is the one that has Michael Keaton being Batman again? I think it's flashpoint. I think it's the flash movie. It could be. I think that's what it is. Again, I'm really excited about that. I'm a huge Michael Keaton fan. You're a huge Michael Keaton fan. And being able to like show that off, you know, I, I think they're probably going to have like Ben Affleck reprise his role as Batman. Then you have Michael Keaton ben in there Affleck. too. Going back and forth on that. So having said that, I, you know, if they were to go down that path on the Marvel side, uh, count me in. I'm very excited about that. Mm. The third movie trailer we are going to check out, which is one I don't think you've seen yet. I just told you I haven't seen it. <laughs> Suicide Squad 2, Steve. Oh, I can't wait for this one, Directed Russ. Directed by James Gunn. James. <laughs> Super villains. Sad souls in costumes. Wanting you to think they're all dark and deep. What's it like? Live your life as a punchline. But all it would take would be one blessed act of rebellion for you to restore your dignity in its entirety. You know the deal. Complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. You fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. Love him or hate him, these are your brothers and sisters for the next few days. Any questions? And? Yes, that is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for God's sake. mission you die if we find out any information you give us is false you die if we find out you have personalized license plates you die what <laughs> no <clears throat> thoughts Margot makes my heart go Russ. she makes a uh, mini man's heart a go steve Yep. Very um, beautiful lady right there. The jury is still out, though, Russ. I... Good cast. I will say that, Russ. Good cast. Uh, little George Cena. And um, 
You got Idris Elba in there. You know that that shark doesn't look very good, Russ. I'm sorry. I think it looks all right. Yeah, come on. I think the problem is, is that your brain is not willing to accept that there is like some sort of humanoid shark character among the actual characters. No, I'm willing to accept that. That thing looks like it's been plucked out of Finding Nemo. And they kind of buffing him up to give him some crack or something and throw him on screen. I disagree. Ah, You're being too critical. Nah, I don't think so, Russ. I think I think he looks better than that. My name's Bruce. <laughs> I never knew my father. <laughs> Fish all friends, not food. <laughs> you look at it again. I'm telling you, no, I'm no. I'm trying to remember what, what our initial reaction was when we first saw the trailer to Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't really care for it. I remember like um, just giving it, I remember not being excited to see it because at first, okay, first of all, I had never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy. Secondly, when I was looking at the characters, what was going on, it just, it didn't seem to be like, like what I was used to sure. in terms of, of, a, of a Marvel movie. Yeah. However, was there a third thing, Russ? No. Okay. Um, after seeing it, though, I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. I think it you was. loved it, too. I did. And then when the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 came out, we were extremely excited to see it. And it was also just really, really great. And I think a large part of that has to do with James Gunn directing it. I think that if anyone else directed that, I, th I don't think it would have had the same level of success that it saw. I also think that, that the cast that was chosen also played a, a huge role in that as well. But that's what has me curious about this particular film because seeing James Gunn go for the Suicide Squad, it seems like it's right up his alley. Like his, his creative toolbox has all the necessary tools to be able to, to really bring this thing to life and the, the sheer number of actors that are in this. What, what I think is crazy is that, first of all, there's a ton of actors that are in this movie. Second of all, I hardly know any of these characters. <laughs> I know Harley Quinn, and that's about it. Like everyone else, I'm like, I have never seen or heard of any of these characters. And so I think that, in a way, this is a unique challenge because the masses are not going to really know, you know, unless you're like a diehard comic book reader and, and specifically when it comes to DC and you happen to know who all these characters are, most folks are going to be like, who's this and who's that? Like no one knows. And, and on top of that, they're intentionally goofy looking. They are. Well, some of them are. I would say I mean, most of them. Yeah. I mean, and again, that's intentional. They're, they're designed to be like that. So, I'm I'm wondering how is the movie going to play out because we were not fans of the original Suicide Squad. Like the literally the only good thing that came out of that was Margot Robbie because she was fantastic as Harley Quinn. When it comes to this though, do you think that James Gunn will be able to harness that lightning in a bottle again? <sighs> Man, that's a tough question. When you when you're done watching the the trailer overall, what is your reaction? I'm telling you, the jury's still out. It doesn't look like it doesn't look that interesting. Like the story looks exactly the same. Yeah, from the one we saw originally, mm -hmm. just with like a new cast and a new, new director. I mean, the, James Gunn's slapping his name all over it, which is fine, and that might work. But I don't know. I mean, the other one was pretty terrible. Well, and another thing I just thought of, too, is that the director of the first Suicide Squad, David Iyer, has been pretty vocal, especially after the Zack Snyder Justice League movie got released, in saying how he would love an opportunity to be able to go back and do his version, like a director's cut, of the original Suicide Squad movie, because according to him, mm. his version of it was a lot more serious than what ended up coming out, how like the, the version of the film that got released was more influenced by like the, the Hollywood executives and, and so on and so forth, mm. which is interesting because the first Suicide Squad movie, it does, I would say, bear a bit of a resemblance in terms of the comic mischief as what was shown to us just now with the sequel. Would you agree? 
don't know about calling it mischief though. Like I'm not watching. I don't. I don't. I could see that there would be some comedy in there, um, but I don't see. I I saw comic mischief in Loki. I didn't see comic mischief in this necessarily. I mean, yeah, John Cena has that one little comment with the, or I don't know if it was John Cena, but I mean with the license plate. Yeah. You know, so and that was kind of a, <laughs> but it wasn't like, oh, that was funny sort of thing. You know, I mean, it's it's going to have some humor in it, but I didn't I didn't get comic mischief from the, the trailer. Anyway. Yeah. Our final trailer is Wrath of Man, which I'm just going to say just because I've been saying it every time. He hasn't seen this one yet either. So let's take a look at Wrath of Man by Guy Ritchie. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, we have a new addition. Portico Security specialized in cash trucks across LA. Do you have any idea how dangerous this job can be? Some out there, yeah. We ain't the predators, we're the prey. You ready? Ready. <laughs> This is your temporary sidearm. What happens if we're putting pistols in a machine gun fight? Do you have a problem? I don't know. Do I? It's a Do 10 I? grand drop. You should have been back five minutes ago. They're serious! Leave this to me. Get in the truck next time! Sorry, pal. I need a It's rolling around the bend. Who is this fucking lunatic? I don't know who is. It doesn't feel right. It's like he wants trucks to get hit. He's not a cop. But if he's not a cop, what is he? A while back, we lost two guards. A civilian, too. There was an investigation. And they still haven't found the scum who did it. You were in an accident. My last son. He didn't make it. I need to know who killed my son. The tree has been shook, and it's been shook hard. We've scorched the earth. You started by saying you'd do anything. And what I'm hearing is. You think you've done everything. Don't ever play with I can see it's gonna be a long night. It's gotta be an inside job. You can do it in two weeks. You only wish you could do it in 20 years. But I do bear a grudge. What'd you think of that one? Russ. Oh, yes, Steve. I saw that one. I just forgot the title of it. <laughs> I've seen it. And I remember the music. And I remember Jason Statham. And I remember the you know, him handling the, the gun saying, that's going to be a problem. I remember him losing his sight. I remember the whole thing. Right? I remember the whole thing. You failed me. Yet again, Starscream. Sorry about that, Russ. <sighs> when I see movie trailers online, I got like, ooh, movie trailer, click. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you've seen it twice now, at uh, least. Uh-huh. What'd you think? Well, I am definitely going to see that one because it's Sky Ritchie and it's Jason Statham. Mm -hmm. You know, I like me. Did you see? Nah, well, I won't even ask you that. Right? Uh, yeah. Did you see the trailer for that last movie, Jason Statham movie I was telling you about? I have not seen it yet. I'll have to send that to you. Well, you said it was so bad. It so was. Why would I watch it then? No, not the movie. This no, the even trailer. the trailer. I'll get, get some giggles out of it, Russ. I don't know. <laughs> You know that really bad movie I was telling you don't go see? <laughs> go see the trailer. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, one drawback from this trailer is I think they showed too many scenes of, like, 
camera's right in front of Jason and he's just offing people with the handgun. Like, here's another scene of him just shooting casually some people with a handgun. Oh, another scene, shoot with a handgun, you know? And I thought, eh, okay, what else is there to the story that's going to give me some intrigue? Yeah. I want to see it either way. I'm just saying that I think they could have made the trailer better. What I was surprised about was the big difference in tone, the overall oh, yeah? tone of the movie. Cause if you think of Guy Ritchie films, there tends to be, how do I describe it? How was that? There's, there's a lot of clever dialogue. Mm-hmm. There is kind of a, not necessarily a lightheartedness, but more of a amusement Right, like, 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 there's, there's something like if you think of the of snatch, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's a very basic premise of like how there's a huge diamond. You have all these ruffians and and uh, I don't know, like, like just the shadowy types, thugs, and, yeah, thugs and and underworld kingpin types that are all trying to get their mittens on it, right? So, you know, the premise being what could possibly go wrong, you know, and then you watch them, and it's actually pretty funny. It is. And then if I think of some of his other films, they may not be like as like funny, funny per se, but there is always like this, this kind of style. Yeah. Like this, this stylish action movie right. with the, these memorable characters and what's going on. This one is a lot more sober in tone. You know, like it, 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 it fulfills the whole like action genre thing, but it, it does. It didn't strike me as like what a Guy Ritchie film typically feels like. Does mm. that make any sense? Yeah, but again, I I gotta think that they're leaving a lot to the imagination because I just don't think the trailer was put together that well. I think that the movie. I'm gonna be optimistic. I'm gonna say I think the movie will be better than the trailer. If it's worse than the trailer and the trailer is showing everything that's good in the movie, it's going to be, oh man, it's going to tank and tank hard. But I, I got to think that it's going to, when you want, when you watch the movie, it's going to have that Guy Ritchie flair. It's going to have the Guy Ritchie style. There's going to be some crazy camera work. It's going to have be, it's going to have some action, some real dry humor. You know, I got to think it's all going to be there. I just got to. I mean, what's crazy is that like, I mean, Guy Ritchie did, he was the director behind Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about where, like, it's an action movie, but it's very heavily stylized in that Guy Ritchie flair. And you have some intense moments, but also you, ha- once again, it's that smart dialogue, yeah. right? Very smart. Wasn't Guy Ritchie the one who did the BMW films? Yes. Well, he did one of them. I'm not sure if he did all of them. I think, um, I, yeah, I can't remember if he did all of them or not. Um, he either did all of them or he did one of them as BMW were kind of circulating guest mm. directors. Yeah. It's been a while though. I don't recall. Mm. He may, he may very well have done all of them. Yes. Anyway, it, it is interesting to see like as I'm going down his list, I mean, he hasn't done a, a, a ton of films, No. but like the gentleman, well, it wasn't the gentleman, was it? Maybe it was. Um, th- but it was that, that other film that came out that was a little bit like Snatch had a little more of a serious tone, but also still it was in that Guy Ritchie world. Right. So I don't know if this is just a byproduct of the marketing team trying to make it more of that classic action film. And then when you go to see the movie itself, then, you know, once again, we are going to be uh, happily exposed to the Guy Ritchie style. Right. Or if he's going completely in a, in a different direction. To be seen, Russ. To be seen. And we will definitely see it because we're both Guy Ritchie fans. Out of all four trailers, which one are you looking forward to seeing the most? Black Widow, without a doubt. Numero uno is my numero uno. I agree. I think that Black Widow is my most anticipated movie to see out of the bunch. The others, though, I am looking forward to seeing in different capacities. I think Loki looks really good. I think the Suicide Squad two um, trailer does have potential. I think, I think the main thing is, is, is seeing if James Gunn, like I said, can, can re-harness that lightning in a bottle scenario. And if he does that, it's going to be like my, and, and you know what, what he's working on 
simultaneously as Suicide Squad 2, right? Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> so we'll have to see about that. And when it comes to the Guy Ritchie thing, even though the trailer didn't necessarily excite me, it's Guy Ritchie. So it's like, okay, well, we're clearly going to see it. <laughs> but Black Widow, very much far and away, that was captivating. It was. That was really cool. That wraps up this episode of Joygasm. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you enjoy this episode, we invite you to check out patreon.com slash joygasm and consider becoming a monthly contributor. You'll get exclusive perks and early access to the show, not to mention it helps us continue doing what we love to do. Also, you can follow us on social media and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. Last but not least, do a search for Joygasm TV on Twitch to see us stream our gaming adventures live every Wednesday night. 9.30 p.m. Central Time, where perhaps we'll even win some more of the Overwatch matches. Won't miss out on that. Until next time, we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>